Hello and welcome to The Shana Show. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and mindset coach. I'm on a mission to help you live a nourished life on every single level. This podcast dives into the world of holistic health and personal development. Here, I combine practical knowledge and tools with the science of behavior change to help you embody your best self. It's my aim that this podcast inspires you and provides you with the resources to live the life of your dreams. So if you're ready to become your happiest and healthiest self, you are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. This episode of the podcast is coming to you from inside my free 10-day challenge, New Year Nourished You, which is helping you set a solid foundation to have your healthiest and happiest 2024. Throughout these 10 days, we are going through the ingredients for a nourished life, which are the 10 pillars that I believe are so important for a life of holistic health. And each day we will be diving into one of these ingredients, one of these core pillars, and I'll be shedding insight and perspectives onto how you can optimize this part of your life. So to join us inside this challenge, which I highly recommend doing, please sign up via the link in the show notes. When you do sign up, you'll be part of the free challenge. You'll receive the worksheet that we're working through called the Wheel of Health, which helps you assess where you currently are in each of these areas and which ones need your focus and attention in 2024. You'll also be in the running to win exclusive prizes and giveaways by interacting and being signed up for the challenge. And you'll be a part of a community community of like-minded people. There are such beautiful people inside and I am so grateful for those that I'm sharing this with. If you sign up within the 10 days as well, you'll also have the opportunity to join us live on the morning calls each morning at 7am Melbourne time. Um, And I look forward to to seeing you inside. You'll find that link in the show notes. Enjoy the episode. So good morning and welcome to day three of New Year Nourished You. And today we are moving into the topic of daily movement. So this is a topic I personally love and it is a topic I actually used to hate because I used to think of exercise and movement and just be like, oh, that's hard. That's effort. I I wasn't someone who liked moving my body or liked exercising. Um, However, through the things I'll be teaching today and through the things that I teach in general, I learned to love moving my body. Good morning, Narelle. Lovely to see you. Hello, hello. Amazing. So when it comes to moving our body, like with any of these other healthy habits that we're trying to create, we really want to find something that we really enjoy because that is going to make it so much more likely for us to do it. It's like what I was saying with making those healthy meals taste good. We're more likely to want to eat it. Like with the water, if we're making it more appealing, if we're making it more obvious and easy, it makes it easier for us to do. And just let cat in. Beautiful. So when it comes to movement and the reason I call this ingredient for a nourished life movement, not exercise, is because there is a difference. And I feel like the word exercise can have some connotations around it, like what I used to have of, oh, exercise, that's going to be hard or that's going to be unenjoyable or I'm just doing that because I know it's good for me, but I don't actually want to. So again, similar to that first day and that perspective shift of like looking at food and seeing it as a gift to ourselves, can we do that for exercise? So wherever you are, 
far on the spectrum, the spectrum, maybe you're like Katrina and you love running and you enjoy running. And that's amazing because that makes it so much easier for us. Right. Um, but if you're currently somewhere like where I used to be, where I was just like, oh, I don't really like exercise, then starting to reframe it and starting to look at it more as movement and looking at it more as that gift for our body. Good morning, Kat and Steph. Lovely to see you both here. So I'm just talking about the importance of finding a type of movement that we really enjoy, uh, finding a type of movement that feels fun for us. And I'm going to talk a little bit about approaching movement slash exercise. I'm going to keep referring to it as movement mostly with a little bit of a different approach. So when we think of movement, we often think of working out, right? We think of like those high intensity workouts. We think of um, like going to the gym, doing strength sessions, all these things that get our heart rate up. And they are all amazing. There are so many benefits to moving our body, even just the endorphins we get after it, right? How good do we feel? Like I know if I'm in a slump and I'm having a shit day and I go out there and I go for a walk or I go for a run or even I do some jumping jacks and just like do some star jumps in the living room, I feel so much better instantly. So even just that one benefit of exercise of those endorphins, I feel like is so worth it. But then of course, it's amazing for our cardiovascular health. It's amazing for our lymphatic system because our lymphatic system is part of our detoxification system. And unlike our heart, which beats out and pumps our blood around the body, the lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. So we need to move for the lymph fluid to move around our body and for that layer of detoxification to be supported. So even from that perspective, um, so there's many different benefits. We've seen links between the our, our muscle ratio and like longevity. So if you do do strength training or resistance training, obviously to a certain degree, there's we can go too far with this as well, where we're putting on too much muscle or people are dabbling in things like steroids and things, which is obviously not recommended. Um, so within reason, like having good muscles and like um, strong muscles is going to support with that longevity. There is that link there. So exercise in itself and working out in itself can be really beneficial and is really beneficial. However, can we also start to tune into what we need based on our individual circumstances and start to consider if we're under a lot of stress, exercise can increase stress. So it's a good form of stress. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but if we're already have an overburdened body, we're already quite stressed as a person and our nervous system is under a lot of pressure, sometimes that workout can actually just be adding to the stress. And this is why sometimes if one of our goals is weight release and we're working out and we feel like we're eating really well, but we're still not losing any weight, it could be because our cortisol is really high. It could be because we are quite stressed. And this is a common thing I hear with people who really struggle to lose belly fat or those last five kilos and things. And it's because that stress is having an impact. So let's also look at exercises. Yes, there's that working out element. Yes, there's that element of getting our heart rate up, working up a sweat. But sometimes we might actually have to work in. And I first heard this concept from Paul Check, and I absolutely loved it. And Paul Check is an incredible person in like the health industry, and he's got great philosophy on nutrition as well. And I really resonate with this because when it comes to trying to regulate our nervous system. That is an incredibly important thing. And we're going to be talking about blissful relaxation, which is very much linked to our nervous system. I mean, I'll be talking about why it's so important to regulate our nervous system. And that was going to be on day five, but I'm actually going to move it to tomorrow because it feels relevant to this conversation. 
So when we're already feeling stressed or we're already quite burned out, or we're already quite overwhelmed. Yes, there's a time and place for the runs and for the high intensity stuff. But can we also start to bring in some of those work-ins? Can we start to, again, like we were talking about the past two days, listen to what our body needs? So this is kind of like a new thing I'd like to put forward to you. Um, and things like yoga can fall under the working in category. Things like going for a nice gentle walk can fall under that. And again, there's no right or wrong, but just start to consider and question and be like, actually, maybe I'm really stressed right now. And maybe that really high intensity exercise that I was going to do isn't actually what's needed today. And this isn't, we also want to find that balance between, I know when I say things like this, people can be like, oh, but then what if I'm just taking the lazy way or the easy way out? And I just want to start to like reframe that. And it's like, we can know what we need. Like we might know we need something more relaxing, but we can be so ingrained to be like, oh, we've got to do the hard thing or we've got to do the high intensity thing, or it's not the right thing. And this is where those kind of rules and things come in. So remember, this is all guidelines and it's all getting to know what works for you and getting to know what works for your body. And so when it comes to movement, this flows beautifully into finding something we love because this opens up a whole massive spectrum of different ways of moving our body that we might not necessarily before have seen as something like exercise. Um, so this can be things like one of my favorite ways to move my body is to dance or to do somatic exercises like shaking or more gentle ones like rocking. Um, and there's a whole bunch of somatic exercises that I now do most days because they are designed to support nervous system regulation. So even on the days where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go for a run, I'll often also do something to really support my nervous system. Um, and it's something I love to do before bed. So there's many different ways. Like we could look at it as the typical, yep, go to the gym, do a aerobics class or lift some weights or do a HIIT workout. There's also beautiful things like Pilates and yoga, and they fit more under like the restorative, depending on the intensity. Obviously, you can get really relaxing yogas like yin yoga, and then you can get really intense yoga flows that it's like, wow, that was really difficult. So starting to experiment with different forms of movement. And this is something I'd love for you to look at today is which ways do you actually really love to move your body? And maybe try something different. Maybe try something like if when I said dance is a form of movement, you're like, oh, I don't feel comfortable dancing or I don't like dance or oh, I actually don't do that much. I wonder how I'd feel doing that. Maybe give that a go. I know some of you um, do 28 and you've probably done um, dance fit with Lucy. Best thing ever. <laughs> One of my favorite ways to move personally. So look for other ways. And there's so many beautiful workouts online on YouTube, or if you do have access to different programs, try something that maybe you wouldn't necessarily try. That's actually going to be your action step today. Um, and if you've tried all the different exercises and you are very versatile in your exercise, obviously you get to choose one that you're like, yeah, cool. I'm going to give this one a go today. But for everyone else, like just find something that maybe even makes you feel like a little bit uncomfortable, but excites you. So for example, that dance example, I know back in the day, I would have been like, oh, I can't dance. I'm not, I'm staying away from that. Like I'm going to save that for the professionals. But then you just start doing it and you start having fun. And this is actually a beautiful like lesson in letting go of the perfectionist. For those of us that have that perfectionist kind of archetype that likes to rear its head and make sure we're doing everything right or perfect. Doing things like dancing that if you're not necessarily good at it is a beautiful practice in letting go of that perfectionist and being like, you know what? I hear you. I love you, but I'm having a really good time. So I don't care how I look and I'm just going to roll with this and be perfectly imperfect. So 
I'd love to hear in the chat, actually, what are some of your favorite ways that you love to move your body um, or some of the ways that you're excited to move your body? And let me know which um, question there you're answering if you pop that in. Um, but yeah, cause for me, like I mentioned, like dance, if I think about that, if I'm like, oh, I don't want to exercise today. And then I'm like, nah, I do. I'll put on a song and I'll just like start moving. And this is one of the things when it comes to learning to love to move and comes to building that habit of movement is just start. And this goes for everything. Sometimes the hardest part is starting. So tell yourself you're only going to do a few minutes, like this dance example. Put one song on and do that one song. Chances are you're going to be in a great mood and you're probably going to keep going or walking around the block. This is one that I'll sometimes do if I'm like, oh, I feel like I've got a really busy day, but I'd really love to move my body and I know this is going to be so beneficial for me. By the time I put my shoes on and everything and I get out that door and I've started, I'm like, oh, actually, I'm going to go for a longer lap. I'm going to do a little bit extra because this actually feels really good. So starting is often the hardest part. So that goes with all of the healthy habits. But with movement in particular, if you can just get yourself out there and start the process, then it becomes easier. So water aerobics. Yes, Juliana, I love that one. What is so relaxing, so much laughter each day with my senior friends. It's all about community and belonging to a group that inspires you to keep going. Yes. And this is really powerful because if we can leverage community, if we can leverage accountability, if we can leverage our friends or family and do movement with them. So for example, a lot of my catch-ups, I'll go for walking catch-ups. I love to walk. I love to socialize. Yes, sometimes we'll go for coffee, but we'll often get that takeaway and then go for a lap around the lake near where, we're, where we got the coffee or around the park or down by the beach. So start to bring movement into your everyday kind of things as well. So we do have incidental exercise like housework and things. That's all like obviously contributing to help us move our body. And that can be another way to look at at housework and be like, actually, okay, I'm going to make this more appealing by being like, oh, I'm actually moving my body. Like I'm working up a sweat when I'm vacuuming. <laughs> so I wouldn't count it as our like exercise quote unquote for the day, but just seeing all the ways that you are actually already doing lots of incidental exercise and then looking for more ways to add to that. So like I was saying about that socializing or like Juliana does with going down to the pool and having her senior friends down there and doing that water aerobics. That's so much fun. And at different times in the past as well, I've done similar things where I've been part of a community workout group. And one morning a week, we'd go down to a park here near where I live in Melbourne um, and we'd do like a 16 minute ab workout and the workout was atrocious. It was horrible. It was so difficult. Like it was awesome, but it was so hard. So every time I was in those 16 minutes, I was like, why did I come to this? But I loved it because of the community. And I would end up spending like 40 minutes afterwards there speaking to these beautiful like-minded people. And it was just like, it made moving my body exciting. I probably wouldn't have done that ab workout at home by myself because it was so difficult, but because I was there, because we were all laughing because we were all like grunting and like cheering each other on and and we were all in it together it made it so much easier so if there's something like that around you I highly recommend checking it out if there's not maybe make your own with like a friend or a couple of friends or just put it out there to the group like there's many different running clubs even that could be a beautiful way to leverage that and help build that habit um, things like park run especially I don't is that Australia wide I think it is yeah cool 
Yeah, so things like Park Run, it's got that community vibe. You've got your five-kilometer run in there as well. So leverage the social aspects of this as well. And I'm actually thinking about starting one up in Melbourne to do with somatic workouts. So I'll keep you guys posted if I do, um, which I, I'm feeling like it's going to happen. So for those of you that live in Melbourne, I know not everyone here does. Melanie, I love yoga. I practice Lienga three to four times a week. So mixture of moving, breath and restorative. Yes, yoga is so good. And yoga is one of those ones, like I mentioned, that's so great for our nervous system as well. So I love that. And Katrina did a yoga session one day last week, which you don't normally do, was feeling really exhausted and needed something gentle. Well done for listening to your body. Honestly, like that's such a big thing. And it's so beneficial. How good do you feel when you're actually like, okay, I know what I need and I'm going to lean into that but I did want to do some movement, usually find yoga boring. Yeah, totally get that as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kat, I do walking catch-ups as well. It's a great way to move and socialize. Yes, so glad you are on board with those. Juliana also learned that muscles don't age, so you can start where you are. Yes, it's never too late to start working out and start moving, working in as well. I say working out out of habit, but it's like just start moving our body. It's such a gift. Steph, been going to a personal trainer who does open group fitness classes for nearly 13 years. Wow, that's incredible. Don't even think about it anymore. Yeah, see, once it becomes a habit, it's just something you do. And it's that initial phase of creating that habit that is the difficult part. And it does take that choice and like choosing again and again and again. And there are going to be days where it's hard, but then you get to this point where you don't even have to think twice about it. You don't even have to consciously get yourself out there because like you're on autopilot, you're out that door before you even think about about it. So every day, just remind yourself, it's going to get easier and easier. The more you can show up with that consistency um, and that you can make it fun and enjoyable for yourself. Uh, love my gym family. Beautiful. Sometimes it gets a bit repetitive with the sessions. I enjoy dance fit. So good. I'd like to get back into doing Pilates more. Yeah. I really love Pilates. I feel like there's so many benefits to it. Really need to do more yoga to stretch, interested in swimming as a movement option, but it's unfeasible to add in right now. Yeah, totally fair enough. Amazing. Love that. And Narelle, I do love weight sessions, love lifting weights and challenging myself. I find time in the garden. Yes, gardening is another form of movement, right? It's like you can work up a sweat out there, pulling out those weeds, getting the heart rate up. Good for the soul. So good for the soul. And that kind of brings in that other beautiful um it's an ingredient for a nourish life. It's not one we're going to be going through over these 10 days, but the great outdoors is another ingredient for a nourish life, right? Outside nature, it is so healing. The fresh air, the sunshine, the vitamin D, the grounding, if we're barefoot in the grass or barefoot on the sand. So how can we incorporate that into things like moving our body? Like if we are doing park workouts or we are doing gardening um, or we are just going for a walk, can we even just take our shoes off or choosing to go for a walk outside instead of in the house, like on a treadmill or what are those like step things that we have under desks these days? Like they're all great for helping us get those steps up and move our body. But can we also have that time outside, at least a little bit of time every day? And I love mixing that with my daily movement where I can. Obviously, the some I do inside. Um, I'm not always dancing down outside in public, but that could be fun. Maybe we take the dance beat outside. Gardening <laughs> um, good for the soul. Yeah. Or if I don't feel like exercising, I'll go to a park and take my camera and end up walking. Love that. And that's a beautiful example of how we make movement enjoyable, how we link it with something that we love. And then we don't even realize we're doing the thing, right? So absolutely love all of this. And 
Yeah, it's so cool to hear the different ways we move our body. And there's so many, like there's unlimited amounts of ways we can move our body. Things like kayaking, going for a nice like kayak with family for a fun random outing on a weekend. Um, Swimming is one that's come up. That's a really good one that I sometimes forget about. And I'm like, it's so good for us. And it feels amazing to be in that water as well. Um, So yeah, just like starting to kind of like feel into what's something that lights you up, what's something you really enjoy. And some of you are already nailing this. So keep going with what you're doing. And your job is just to try something different and give it a go today and let us know what it is and how you go with it. Um, And if you're someone who doesn't love exercise, like I know Sahaji shared that this is something you'd really love to really enjoy doing more. Um, find something that you do enjoy. So your theme of the year is like that feminine devotion and like feminine kind of side of things. How can you bring the feminine into that movement? Like dance is one of my favorites when it comes to like that feminine flow and movement. So really just like being in your body. And some days that can literally just be like, doing random movements, move the way your body wants to move. This is something I really like encourage everyone to try. And if anyone's ever tried something called ecstatic dance, it's such a fun thing. It's essentially like a dance set that you go to where they just DJs playing music and you're just there moving the way that you want to move. So it's like unchoreographed. It's not like clubbing or partying kind of vibe because it's like a completely sober event and you just go and you move your body and you can create this for yourself at home. And this is something when I'm dancing, this is what I tend to to do because I'm not someone who's good at choreography. Um, and that I recognize in that that's a limiting belief that I hold that needs a little bit of rewiring there. I have actually done last year. I did choreographed dance as part of a 12 week, um, program and performed on stage, which is a really beautiful edge I leaned into and a fun way of moving my body that I absolutely loved. So finding that way that you really love to move or feel like it could be fun to move and just starting to move your body how it wants to move. And this is where things like the somatic exercises come in. And I know some of you have learned from me before where we've spoken about shaking when we did our mid-year reboot last year. One of the days, the activity step was to shake your body. And if you are someone who's like nailing your exercise and you've tried all these things and you can't think of anything, put on a song, highly recommend Shake It Off by Taylor Swift and just shake, literally just shake. Like try and focus less on like moving and grooving. And I know that song is so catchy. So you'll end up moving and grooving and you can work that into the shaking, but just shake your body and see like how good that feels. Because when we do things like that, that's a beautiful release. It's doing all of those things I was talking about before when it comes to our lymphatic system. Um, It's really supportive for our nervous system. It's supportive for helping release emotions from our body because what happens is if we don't move or express our emotions, they can get stuck and become stagnant within our body, which is another reason why movement is so great. And another reason why we can feel so good after movement because we're moving that emotion Um, And there's specific exercises that are tailored to support with the moving of emotion. So yoga, this can sometimes happen when you're doing those hip stretches. Um, Some people find that like sadness or grief may come up because you're stimulating certain areas of the body that are known to hold certain emotions. So things like shaking can be really beautiful and supportive to help us get those emotions out. And I'm a big fan of emotional health and emotional regulation. And there's a whole day on emotional health. So we'll talk more about that. But yeah, just start moving your body in any way and start seeing that as your daily movement. And yes, I recommend a minimum of 30 minutes per day um, as some form of movement. Remember, it's a guideline. Some days that might be a walk. Some days it might be a more high intensity workout. Some days it might be a yoga stretch. Some days it might be a dance or a shake or just the somatic movements if that's what's needed. But really like starting to 
make movement part of what you do if it isn't already if it is you're doing awesome how can you just continue to enjoy it more how can you continue to just keep gifting yourself that gift daily um there's something else I was going to say about that it's gone from my mind so I'm just going to check the chat um there's one in Parramatta called no lights no lycra yes exactly the same principle I have seen those ones before and there's um, there's one called Five Rhythms. There's many different forms of dance if that's something you want to explore. Um, part of this month resolution is to do stretching every day. The first two to three days I felt like a piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny when you're like in that stiff phase. Totally, yeah. I'd be a piece of wood at the moment too. <laughs> but now my body reminds me about it constantly throughout the day and I love how it feels. Beautiful. Yeah. And again, that's an example of like once we start, it becomes easier. And that's an example of how that's over time. But even in every like day in when we're making that choice to move, um, starting is the hardest part but then once we start once we do it becomes easier same with the next day then we're like okay well I did it yesterday let's keep going okay I did it the day before let's keep going and then it just starts to become something that our body is asking us for so I love that beautiful all right so you all know your action step for today it is to move your body in a different way or something that excites you um, and something that feels like fun for you and if there's one you can't think of chuck on a song have a boogie chuck on a song have a dance um oh actually i have an update regarding the uh, call schedule. So I've been asked to co-facilitate something this Sunday morning, and it's going to be a tight squeeze if I keep um, the UNRSU call at 7am. So what I'm going to do instead is Sunday is going to be a day off. If anyone here in Melbourne um, wants to come along, I'll tell you about the event in a moment. But um, yeah, so Sunday will be a day off. So we'll have our daily calls up until Saturday and then we'll skip Sunday. And on Monday, we'll reconvene. So instead of finishing on Wednesday, it's going to be that extra day on, on Thursday. However, I'm also adding an integration day. So it's technically going to be 11 days of calls. So the last call will be next Friday instead of next Wednesday. And Sunday, you have the morning off to sleep in for those of you that have been waking up early with me and being here live on the call. Um, and for those on the replay, it doesn't impact as much much but just thought I would plant that seed now so you're aware and if you have any plans that you want to make on Sunday you are absolutely more than welcome to or if you are in Melbourne please feel free to come along to Feel Good Dips which is at Elwood Beach I believe it's at 7 30 I'm going to put the details in the Facebook group um, so you, you those of you that are in Melbourne can look into it but it's basically um, my partner Ryan is going to be facilitating a bit of a talk about our nervous system and I'm going to be taking everyone through some somatic movements so some of the things I've been referring to today so maybe there'll be some shaking maybe there will be some rocking maybe there'll be some gentle hip movements um, and I'm still in the process of planning exactly what that looks like but it's just a short session I believe it's 30 or 45 minutes and then there's a dip afterwards as well in the ocean which this is a great time of year to be doing the dips because it's not as cold I know the whole point is the cold dips but um, it is definitely much more appealing for those who don't love the cold water um, so yeah, anyone in Melbourne would love to see you there. Those of you that aren't in Melbourne, all good. We will see each other again on the Monday morning. But um, yeah, I just wanted to let you all know about that little update. Um, yeah, I feel like that's everything for today. Does anyone have any questions? No? Beautiful. Who's excited to move their body? Yeah, yeah, I see some big grins. I love this. 
Beautiful. Well, I hope you all enjoy moving. Remember, when it comes to any healthy habit, it's all about making it more appealing, making it easier for ourselves. So if it is things like I mentioned yesterday, like leaving your runners next to the door or putting your workout gear next to your bed or putting your yoga mat somewhere in your lounge room. So you walk out and you see it and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's time to move. Yes, Melanie's puppy is ready for his walk. Getting a dog is one of the best things for helping us move, isn't it? Like, highly recommend everyone just gets a dog. Speaking to myself here as well, I do want a dog. <laughs> so, yeah, pets are amazing for that. Use that to your advantage too. That's like a form of accountability that you just can't ignore. <laughs> so, love that. Have a beautiful walk with your puppy, Melanie, and everybody else. Enjoy your day and enjoy moving your body. Um, and remember that this is a real gift we're giving ourselves. So, rather than moving to punish ourselves, Look at it from that, oh, I'm moving my body because I really want to nurture it. I want to nourish it. I want to feel good. And I know this is really going to support that. So big love to you all. I will see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. for our blissful relaxation day. Bye for now. If you loved this episode and enjoyed this training from inside my free 10-day challenge, New Year Nourished You, remember to head to the show notes and sign up so that you have access to all of the extra goodness that is involved with being a part of the challenge. Thanks for being here and I look forward to speaking soon.